The clerk showed Stella into a large ward with about 20 beds, everyone occupied. He pointed out a large man in a spattered white coat bending over a patient. That's Dr. Rothstein. Report to him. Stella walked over to the doctor and waited until he noticed her. She introduced herself and said she was ready to help. Dr. Rothstein harumphed and indicated the clutter around the patient he had just attended. You can start by sweeping up this area, and then you can trim the wicks on those lamps. We need more light. Stella raised herself up, trying to appear taller than her five foot two. I'm a doctor, sir, not a nurse, she said. I can tend to the injured patients. I brought my medical bag. She opened her case to reveal the instruments inside. Well, little lady, in my hospital, the women are nurses. He strode out of the room, ending the conversation. Stella contemplated her situation. She could do as the doctor demanded and render housekeeping services and maybe have the opportunity to appeal to another doctor for patient privileges. Or she could walk out, leaving the hospital even more shorthanded. She had barely decided on the latter course of action when a sharp cry came from one of the beds. She saw no other staff in the ward, so she went to the man's bedside. Where's the pain, sir, she asked. He pointed at his right leg, covered in a blood-saturated dressing. Stella quickly unbound the bandages and elevated the injured limb with a pillow. A deep puncture in his thigh oozed blood. I was shot, the man moaned. I think the bullet is still in there. Stella probed around the wound and found a chunk of metal embedded in the muscle. That would cause an infection if it remained, and the bleeding from the thigh had to be stopped. She pulled disinfectant and long, narrow tweezers out of her bag. After swabbing both tweezers and wound, she used her forefinger and thumb to hold it open while she inserted tweezers and worked them down. Holding the bullet as still as possible through the skin, she attempted to gain purchase with the tweezers. Ouch! The patient cried. Stella glanced up to see if the man's distress had attracted any attention, but other than the look of fright in the eyes of the man on the next bed, no one had responded. She was the only doctor within hollering distance, so she had to keep working. Try to hold still. Bite on this if you have to, she said, handing him a leather strap she kept in her bag for that purpose. The bullet was slippery and took several minutes to extract. Once removed, Stella made quick work of packing the puncture and turned to the next man. Have you been tended to? She asked. The man shook his head. I can wait for a real doctor. I am a real doctor. Where are you hurt? The man rolled over, away from her. Blood seeped from his backside. I can wait, he repeated. She decided not to argue and went to the next bed. A young man, about the age of her little brother Lloyd, cried silently from one eye. The other was covered with a crude, dirty bandage. She took his face in her hands and gently unwrapped the cloth. His eye was swollen closed. Dried blood caked his cheek and brow. The top of the ear was nearly detached. She cleaned his face and the tear and stitched it carefully, cross-hatching it closed and clipping off the dangling flesh. After applying the eucalyptus salve, she covered the ear with a clean cloth and moved to the next bed. 
A thin sheet lay over this fitfully sleeping man. Stella lifted it and gasped. Red, angry skin gave way to charred flesh embedded with the remnants of a plaid wool shirt and bits of rock and dirt. He smelled like burnt meat. She stepped back to collect herself before setting to work. How could this city she loved have come to this? Rioting in the streets and men assaulting other men? Was this what treating the war wounded was like? By the time she left the hospital, Stella had removed bullets and shrapnel from five men and cleaned and dressed the burns of half a dozen others. She set four broken limbs and dispensed pain-relieving turmeric to all of them. And with each patient, she left one of her business cards, telling the men to follow up with her as they healed. Dr. Rothstein even gave her a begrudging nod as she walked out.